so welcome into the Plank Show. We're on the road. We're in Tulsa today. We're in the 918. We are at the annual OU Club of Tulsa Scholarship Golf Tournament. Uh, so I've, uh, I've, good morning, Josh Shelmer. How are you? How's, I almost asked, how's the weather? Like, it's the exact same as it is here. It's hot and it's sticky. Yeah. And it's just going to get hotter, right? The weather is warm. <laughs> good morning. How are you, my friend? Weekend was good for me. How was it for you? It was good. I, um, it, I did a lot of shows this weekend. And I'm, I'm just, I feel like being honest. I'm not like sports out because there's not much sports going on, right? But I felt like I went way too in-depth, Josh Helmer, on stories that you didn't need to go too in-depth on. For, let, me, let me give you a for instance. I was listening on my drive here to Tulsa today. I was listening to a, like a sports media podcast, Richard Dyche. And, and he had a guest. He had, oh, gosh, not now – Alan Miller, the, the guy that writes all the books on HBO, and uh, he, he's a big ESPN guy. And anytime he has him on, it's a, it's a show that I like to listen to. Uh, James Andrew Miller, thank you. So they were talking about Stephen A. Smith, and they said one of, the, one of the skills and sometimes one of the drawbacks from Stephen A. Smith is that he can take a, f- a five-minute conversation and turn it into a 40-minute topic. And I thought to myself, as I heard that, I felt attacked for what happened this weekend. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, hold on here a second. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Have you tried to do July Sports Talk Radio whenever there's not craziness? You cannot attack. That is a skill, my friend, because I'm going to tell you something, Josh Helmer. I talked more than I ever thought I would about two pieces, tidbits, sound bites that you and I spent eh, maybe – Maybe ten minutes on with a show last week that I ever thought I would. You want you want to take a wild guess as to what those two pieces of college sports content were? Uh, Nick Saban's comments. Ding ding ding. Number one. And Can you guess number two. Number I, two is a little bit of an Easter egg. I, I probably should know, but tell me no. number two. Trent Dilfer's comments. Trent Dilfer's comments about come try to get my player. Should we play that on the show? I thought we did a little bit of that Friday, right? I don't know that we played it on this we show, almost, but I heard it. Yeah, it was definitely out. I think you and I like texted it to each other. Or something, okay. Yeah. Dilfer, come get my players. Come try to get my players. So I, uh, I just want to let you know if, if things are going south on the show today, the way you'll be able to tell is if I go back to the Nick Saban audio or the Trent Dilfer. But the, the funny thing about the Trent Dilfer audio just in one quick thought on it before we get into the show, the weekend, what's ahead. The funny thing about the Trent Dilfer audio, Josh, is I'm actually a fan if he's going to do that. Right? I mean, I think if if you feel like one of the biggest problems in college football right now is the recruiting of players currently on other teams' rosters, right? If you look at that and you say – Bro, that's that's a big issue. Listen, we got NIL. That's part of it. That might be the root of it. You've got, you know, obviously then that connection that concerns people with the boosters. You, other topics, other concerns, right? You've got, hey, what what is the bowl structure going to look like in a 12-team playoff? Uh, is it going to be too top-heavy with Big Ten SEC money? These are all topics that you can debate and discuss and have concerns about for the future. But when you hear coaches complain, Josh, it seems as if, 
one of their biggest complaints is the recruiting of guys currently on their roster. Would you agree? Tampering. Folks are upset about tampering with the don't tamper with my roster. Sure. Right. So at the core of it, when I heard that, I was like, and if we said this on Friday, like I said, there was a lot. I, I didn't just hang up the. I didn't hang up the headphones this week and peeps. We went and grinded and got your content. I promise. We got Luke's coming up a little bit later on in the show from his thoughts on where OU football is and where it's going. Um, hey, listen, I am I am all in right now on what's going on in the NBA, and it's kind of quiet draft, which could lead into a crazy couple of weeks. You know, their league year officially begins next week, or I guess it's this weekend, July 1st. We've got the countdown to kick off. We had a quiet weekend of OU football. So we've, we, I, we've got a lot on the show today. But just real quick to put it in, it's, it's, Trent Dilfer is not wrong. It's like that bravado to you come try to get my player. You know, I'll, I know these people at sports. And it's like, dude, just it's real simple. This is the simplest thing to fix. If you think that tampering is this big of an issue, and if tampering is shutting down the uh, college football world to the degree that some mid-major to lower-rung Power 5 coaches would lead you to believe, then don't you make it like the most painful penalty you could possibly come up with? It's, like I, it's a speeding ticket right now. If even that, it's, it's a slap on the wrist. But if you were to say, all right, if you get caught tampering with someone else's roster or if you induce players into the portal, boom, it's um, – it's a fireable offense, uh, maybe even to the degree of potential show cause when you get fired. Uh, loss of scholarships, maybe you make it a, a really high number. Maybe you lose you know, a month on the road. I mean, Josh Helmer, you could really, and I do mean really make this painful as all get out, without Trev, uh, Trev Albers, listen to me, Trent Dilfer saying, oh, I'm going <laughs> to, by the way, side note, I think Drew England got it. That was the first Mel Kiper Jr. fight was Trev Albers versus Trent Dilfer, and that's when I think it was Jim Mersey was like, who the hell is Mel Kiper? Anyway, back to the point, sorry. But if you think about it, that's the key. You've got to make this penalty bigger. So I spent maybe I've spent too much time talking about it already. I don't really think that we're in a position in Norman, and it's, you know, we'll see how Mike Gundy deals with it in Stillwater. Tulsa is in a tough spot in that. I mean, you have a, a guy that has a couple of good years, and the next thing you know, he's he's off to a Power 5 school or he's off to somewhere else. So, yeah, if you really think it's that big of an issue, we can fix it pretty quick. I just don't know if anyone really truly does, Josh, because I think everyone does it. Well, first step would be policing it at all, uh, enforcing <laughs> that whatsoever. The other challenging obstacle to it is – you know, if I'm going to tamper with someone's roster, I, me, a head coach or assistant coach, and this is not every head coach or assistant coach, but probably I'm not going to do it in just some sloppy, uh, poorly thought out fashion. I'm going to have, uh, you know, some back channel communication. I'm not sure. Or, or I'm talking in person, right? It's, uh, you know, I don't know. You have a way of meeting people at different events or at a game. Hey, it'd be cool to see you in this uniform next year. All right, hey, right. We'll, we'll see you out there on the field. You, you could have that comment. But I'm not texting somebody. I'm not emailing no. somebody. <laughs> not leaving a paper trail. <laughs> That's for certain. That's for certain. And, and here's the other part of it. 
just because, again, not, pretty quiet sports weekend outside of the College World Series, which was painful to watch yesterday. But I, I think the player-to-player part of this is one that we'll never be able to police. And you really got to have one heck of a paper trail slash you've got to be – I mean, you got to be Nevin Shapiro – Lose. I mean, I, I I hate to you know bag on one of my boys, but you got to be writing a check to the bookie in order to get caught. If you want to get to the position where I think you can get caught red-handed going through your own players, so I I don't I don't even know how you're going to do it, Josh Helmer. I don't know how you're going to start policing it at all. And he, he, so he, here's one thing that Luke's brought up. It, maybe I should talk about where we are real quick. We're in Tulsa. We're at Meadowbrook. I got I, Pat McTighe's place, man. This place is amazing. I haven't been here in probably uh, 20 years, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. The uh, OU Club of Tulsa is here. We are getting set for a fun summer, fun football season of activities, including August 24th. Make your plans to be in Tulsa on August 24th, or if you're listening to us, on 1430 The Buzz. They're going to have their football kickoff party. Uh, I come hang on October 3rd for the Beat Texas Bash, and they're always doing incredible things for those in the community, and their OU Club of Tulsa scholarship is is massive. So learn more at OUClubOfTulsa.com. That's OUClubOfTulsa.com. Um, the, the other thing that's interesting to me, just from the kind of the tampering and the transfer process, I think these windows are way too long. I mean, I kind of feel like you could figure out in like a week whether or not and maybe that's something that coaches push back against because they want more time to evaluate and see how things kind of play out. But, I mean, even with softball, I mean, it was just since the start of the portal, it's still open until the 28th, right? So, I mean, even from that point, it's it, it's crazy to think about how much time the portal is actually open. Now, if you change those dates, and I'm not I'm talking every sport here, right? Because I kind of feel like you know, let's just get it open, get it closed, and let people figure out what they have in a roster. A couple of OU additions late, right? Josh might have not. Then, if that's the case, you know, they're still kind of looming and lingering. You can sign somewhere at any point. But I just – I feel like that window for when you can jump in, I feel like if you minimize that just slightly, I think it could help things out quite a bit. I really do. And yet we've we've sort of – I mean, we've we've designated some windows. Sure. And would but you say – But are they too long is my point. Sorry, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But you also – you get into that gray area of, well, why did you open the – why did you create the transfer portal in the first place? And I know that it right. ruffles some feathers, but the idea was that you were going to empower players and create a little bit more freedom for players to do what they want, make the decisions that they wanted. And so, sure, you could shrink the windows. Maybe that would cut down the numbers, but uh, even creating the different designated windows really hasn't shrunk down numbers. Let me, let me give you an idea about the ridiculous nature of the length of the windows as far as the transfer portal is concerned. Now, 
Boy, I really just came out hot with a topic today. I'm sorry, Josh. It's just I was driving down. I've done about eight segments of this radio show in my car. So we pre if, if I started recording these things when I drove, we'd have some things in the bank as far as the show is concerned. But the transfer portal window for baseball, that moment when you can get in the window, when you can get in, in the portal, excuse me, it's May 30th through July 13th. Now, some, some would argue but the season isn't isn't even over with yet. All right, well let's just let's hypothetically let's say that tonight, well tonight will be the last game of the college baseball season. These dudes are going to need let's see 13, 14, 16 more days to figure out whether or not they're going to go somewhere else. I mean, can't you figure that out rather quickly? A, a softballs softballs is from May 15th to june 28th and then they have another 15 day window coming up in december yeah it's just me but i'm starting to think more and more that ways ways to fix the portal ways to fix camp well ways to fix the portal uh, let's minimize the the window and by that i mean the amount of time ways to fix tampering um what was the term you used when you because you hit and it's a term that's used all the time but for some reason i always dance around it when it comes to poaching people off other people's roster well uh, tampering tampering with their their roster tampering tampering is the term that i say everything but when we talk about this you want to fix tampering make it a more make it a more damning penalty i mean i or any kind of penalty. Or any kind of penalty. <laughs> you got to penalize someone. But but again, we're 17 minutes in as we fixed college sports already. Welcome to the Plank Show on a Monday, right, Josh? You're welcome. Again, I just think the challenging thing there is how do you get involved in in getting the text messages? I mean, does this turn into another FBI probe? I mean, how right. is all of that going to work? Right. It's uh, do you even have the personnel that can go out and investigate it? Do you even have the amount of people who could go out and make this something that, I don't know, you'd be, be even be able to enforce? No idea. No idea. All right. A lot of topics. We're, we're already coming out firing on a Monday. We're in Tulsa today. Pumped to be here. They have a – boy, it's been a couple of days. It's been a long recovery from the storms that hit here this past week. Uh, our, our crew at Cavens, I know Gary and the crew has been busy helping people out up here in Tulsa, but good to see most places getting power back, including out here in Meadowbrook Country Club, the annual OU Club of Tulsa Scholarship Golf Tournament. Uh, I got a little, I got a little beef with Travis Davison. We got to talk about next, Josh. I got to bring on site. I got to bring this up, Travis. Uh, by the way, thank you. Brought all the equipment, but I just, um, I'm a little bit envious right now. We'll explain next. We're hanging out. In Tulsa at Meadowbrook Country Club with the Plank Show on the ref. Do you know what? I am being uh, very greedy with my college football talk here, Josh. Because uh, Drew England just reminded me. I forgot. How'd the Corn Ferry go this weekend? Did you go out at all? Or I'm sure you guys were talking about it on the Gimme Zone Saturday morning here on the ref. Well, first off, let me say uh, Jimmy Austin did it upright. It was uh, it was tremendous so out cool. there. It was uh, it was really cool to see Jimmy Austin transformed like that plank. Really? Well, yeah. Just uh, you kind of have a vision for for what it looks like, and it was Jimmy Austin, but uh, Jimmy Austin in full tournament mode. That was that was kind of I see. see. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay, very cool, very cool. But 
did um, I have so many questions on the Corn Ferry Tour. Level of play pretty impressive. Anything surprise you? Anything kind of kind of cool from your perspective that you weren't expecting? You know, it uh, it played low. Jimmy Stanger was the the winner at twenty two under par, and uh, it was pretty consistent sixty seven, sixty six, sixty seven, sixty six. So for the leaders, wow. there was you know scores to be had really all week. Tim Whiting was the leader going into Sunday and uh, just shot the one under and, and couldn't get it done. So uh, there were a bunch of guys toward the top of the board going uh, into moving day and then into Sunday that had already won this season on the Corn Ferry Tour that were up to go win this thing. And lo and behold, it's, uh, it's Jimmy Stanger that wins it. We have all kinds of content on the podcast page. If you want to go back and listen to it from the Gimme Zone to a lot of cool segments. I just... I really think it's cool whenever you see a place that you know knocks it out of the park on events. And that's a quick turnaround, right, for the entire crew, uh, crew, Tyler, everybody out at the Jimmy. You had a regional, Josh, and you turn around, what, a a month, month and a half maybe later, and you have one of the major golf tours coming through town. I I know that it's not one of those – you know, topics that's going to get a lot of calls or anyone's going to check in on the text line, but just a big-time tip of the cap this morning to Tyler and his crew and everyone out at the Jimmy, the commitment that uh, OU has made and the community has made to make it a crown jewel in the golf world and to see it, Josh, flawlessly host events in essentially a back-to-back nature for a golf course. That's pretty freaking awesome, man. No doubt. Yeah, the course looked amazing. And crowds were good. I'm sure it will only continue to grow over the next uh, four years for this five-year partnership that we hope lasts mm-hmm. even longer than that. I am a, um, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of everything out there. Okay. Uh, Tommy on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line asks a very, very good question because it was one that while I was driving down here today, I was asking myself as well, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439, the best way to stay in touch with the program. Tommy writes, I'm back on the grind. You guys got to spin me up some news on the Sooners. What's going on? Tommy, I don't know how else to put this, but in the pantheon of newsy weekends, If you were to take the weekends and go 1 through 52 as a depth chart, with 1 being OU Texas or, you know, signing day or whatever, Josh, on the pantheon of weekends, this might have been about 52 (laughs) as far as news or information is concerned. I I, I was listening a a little bit to to Gabe and Teddy's podcast whenever I was driving down. They – all, all they are like, hey, there was a picture of some dudes on a boat on the lake, and nobody got hurt. Uh, I was listening to Brandon and Parker under the visor, and they were they were giving the recaps from uh, from the Champion Barbecue, and it just seemed like everything was still, you know, kind of hey, and I'm waiting on David Stone, and we'll see something on a few commits from here. You know, you uh, you would send me the link of the projections for uh, a couple of different commits. I think, who was this? Uh, 
Was this for Robinson or was this for Tatum that you had sent me the most recent updates on twenty on uh, on twenty four seven and beyond? Well, uh, th- there's a couple of guys that, yeah. that would be on this list. It, th- that's a pretty comprehensive little recruiting recap sure. in general. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things that did happen this weekend, Devin Jordan, who's from Union, announced and and bear with us here, a top ten. Oklahoma is in the top ten. So, yeah, there's some recruiting nuggets out there. Xavier Robinson, it's my understanding tomorrow, right, is his commitment date. So Mm -hmm. there could be – it feels like people are pretty optimistic. I mean, there's a ton of predictions uh, that are forecasting Xavier Robinson to Oklahoma. So that could be commitment news tomorrow. But, yeah, I mean, outside of just predictions and, hey, here's the fallout from the champion barbecue, there wasn't a ton in the way of, hey, here's hard-hitting news from this weekend. Okay, yeah, I just – I agree. So if you want an update, that's uh, it's kind of where we are right now. Right, Toby's back tomorrow. That's like an OU update, right, Josh? That's it. Toby rolling back on the T-Row in the morning show tomorrow, right? That's a massive commitment for uh, the ref army. So that's big. But, you know, I, I, here's, here's one. Let me, let me give you one quick OU update. Then I want to give uh, kudos to, to Travis while also laying out how envious I am of him. I got a text slash tweet at, during the show last night on Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, you know, Arnie, nothing can ever just be kind of as it is. I if, give you a quick example of the guy I deal with every single Sunday night uh, here on the ref in Norman and across many of our affiliates, 10P to 1A on Fox Sports Radio, is he's ready to call – Wimbenyama a bust because of the video that popped out of him missing some perimeter jumpers. Josh, did you happen to see this outrage over the weekend? <laughs> no, but okay. uh, yeah. Let's let's slow our roll both positively and negatively I, with hey, with Wimbenyama. We, we got we got to find a time one day this week. We got to carve out a segment, maybe two, to get into the over-the-top ridiculous reaction to this, both positive and negative. Not, and I don't just mean that video, Josh. I mean the draft in general. I've never, um, I've never seen anything more hilarious in my life in, in the way that we're reacting to. But So that, that's, the, that's the caveat to this. Someone had asked a question about, I think it's uh, football and softball recruiting. I've never seen a man more triggered – by someone asking an OU question during a national show in my life. It was hilarious. Uh, it wasn't on the air, by the way. It was off the air, and it was funny. So I, I got this. So late last night, I'm rewarding Doug for his commitment to getting recruiting answers, even in the middle of the night. Who knows? Maybe he might not know. He's driving right. He doesn't realize it's probably Fox Sports or the ref. And he's like, hey, you know, playing song. Let's see what's going on with softball. So are, are you ready for – a couple of really decent get in here and give me your reaction topics, Josh. Absolutely. Fire okay, so away. Real, real quick from Doug. We're in Tulsa today. OU Club at Tulsa.com. How would you guys rate OU football recruiting this year so far on a scale of F plus or A plus to F minus? <laughs> and then he writes, Kirsten Dill will have a better record or stats in 2024 than Jordy Ball. Agree or disagree? Thanks. To say Arnie didn't know who Kirsten Deal was would be a massive understatement uh, <laughs> on Sunday nights. All right, you you take the first one first. A plus to F minus on football recruiting. 
I'm going to say C plus so far. And, and the C plus so far. Okay. The, the only reason I'm there, I, I almost want to say B minus, but the, the Wesco miss obviously is substantial. Depending on how you feel about the Sammy Brown recruitment, that was substantial. Kind of felt like we knew that that wasn't trending Oklahoma's direction for a, a good period of time. And really, the only reason it's C plus for me is because, well, a lot of the decisions haven't come down the pipeline yet. I don't think that we're going to end up there, but where it's at right now, it's it's a little bit better than average, right? I mean, yeah. sort of what we expected, but may, maybe a little bit better than what we expected to this point, and definitely not better than what we expected to this point. Is that fair? I like it. And I'm not panicked about that. You know, the the, no. the fact that I say C+, plus, like I said, I mean, I don't think it's going to finish there. Hey, but man. where we're at right now, I think that's probably the grade I'd assign. I've got a college degree and have built um, a 25-year radio career on a C-plus grade point average, okay? Oh, so I don't. <laughs> it's a, I, I, it was more like a C-minus. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready for that next shoe to drop. I'm intrigued by it. Um, I also don't think that I'm ever going to panic in June or July about a Brent Venables recruiting class. That's just me. Though I did, I will say this. In consuming all my OU content this morning, I did have to say some incredibly good under-the-radar tidbits under the visor. Is that what they call it? I'll make sure I get it right here. The Parker and Brandon's. Under Podcast. the visor, yes. A couple little good sneaky tidbits that I caught uh, on that, including a few guys that maybe Oklahoma is out on right now are committed other places where you could see it shift if there's a you know, 10-win season this year. All of a sudden it's like, whoa, oh, okay, all right. But I just – Good stuff. Good little Easter eggs I like to find. All right, so you answered the first one, and I agree with you. The second one. What grade would you assign? Or I'm just going to go with you. I'll go C-plus right now. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm copying your work. I'm just not going to lie. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you, you you laid it out. I'm copying your work right now. Uh, Kirsten Deal will have a better record or stats in 24 than Jordy Ball. Now, he, to be clear, he says Kirsten in 24 than Jordy in 22. So he's comparing Kirsten Deal's. Uh, I guess this would be considered her freshman season to Jordy Ball's freshman season. Um, red, red, well, not she didn't redshirt this year. It would be sophomore season, first time that she would really have an opportunity to be a, a pitcher that threw, you know, regular innings. Bro, I don't know about you, man, but as as much as we can talk about the frustration of of Jordy Ball being somewhere else right now. Dude, Jordy Ball went 22-1 and one with a 1.09 ERA, struck out 205, and opponents hit just 145 against her. And that was only in 141 in the third innings. So if, if she does, then holy smokes. <laughs> Deal is as advertised. I don't – I think that's a pretty high bar to – to put her on josh well yeah you're putting her on national player of the year right <laughs> you know I, yes and i i look i hope that's the case i'm not saying that it's totally impossible kirsten right. deal very very highly rated coming in but uh given the two options i would say no i'm going to lean with jordy ball for now until we see need more information right as uh someone likes to say for now now um one other quick note on the knippelmeyer chevrolet text line before we get caught up on a break uh, yeah, really good point. Oklahoma baseball had a good recruiting weekend. 
Oklahoma baseball had a really good recruiting week, and they continue to absolutely crush it on the recruiting trail. So to to our man Tommy, it's like, where's the Sooner news? Where's the scoop? Where's the info? There is some baseball news that we'll get to next. Plus, there were a few events this weekend that caught our eye. Like, are you still in on the College World Series? Um, We've got softball portal news that seems to be kind of simmering out there. And then, of course, Josh, the always fun, the always reliable, latest how to fix the game in Major League Baseball. Again, how to fix the game in Major League Baseball. Plus, we got all the details on the Jello Shot King, and we have to ask the question, are we running out of Internet? We hope to get them all answered today. We'll see how we do. We're in Tulsa. Uh, at Meadowbrook Country Club, it's the 19th annual OU Club of Tulsa Scholarship Golf Tournament. Oh, I forgot. So it, quick little Travis Davidson, at Travis School on Twitter. You hear him uh, on Fridays. You hear him locked in. And he is our, he's our 918 guru. Whenever they said I was coming here for the OU Club of Tulsa Golf Tournament, I was like, got, got my clubs in the car. Let's go. I'm ready to go. But Travis wisely snagged that spot. So... Bitterness number one. Number two, dude, he's like, hey, man, I got everything. I got you set up. I got everything. I got the tie line. I got the, the hot spot. I didn't get the Teddy Lehman treatment, Josh. I didn't get the Teddy Lehman treatment. I came here. I'm like, uh, uh, my man Drew England was waiting for me. I got in here. And I'm like, all right, where's Travis got to set up? And he goes, right there. Clement wasn't set up, Josh. It was it was brought in. It was it was just there. It was like in a box. And, and if anyone has been listening to the show, you know what happens. If the equipment's in a box and it's not set up, well, I'm going to sit here and talk to everyone until like two minutes before the show goes on the air. Thank goodness we didn't go drive around the course, Drew. We might still be out there. Um, but yeah, a little bit. You know, I, I need that treatment every now and then, Josh. Talent needs to be pampered a little bit. So, well, actually had to do had to do manual labor this morning. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Well, and really, really the 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 phrasing, the verbiage is is the issue. Setup means that hey, I I can walk right in, toss the headset on, and away we go. <laughs> All right, quick quick break. We're hitting the best of your text. You guys are on fire on a Monday. I love it. We'll dive into those next coming up right here on the ref. Do you see? Uh, by the way, Josh, a big win for us in amplitude modulation today. I know that not many of you probably listen on the AM fourteen hundred which is uh, the only way that I listen to the ref. In fact, as soon as I got into into range for the station, I was right from the app to 1430, the buzz in Tulsa. Let's go. But News 6, I think it was News 6, someone had a story this morning that they were putting AM radio back in some of the cars that they had taken it out of. So I guess in a handful of like 23 models they they ship them without am radio and so oh here it is i found the story ford decides to keep am radio on 2024 models will restore am on two electric vehicles from 2023 how about that it's a win for us um ceo jim farley wrote that the company is reversing a decision Quote, we've decided to include it on all Ford and Lincoln vehicles. For any order, owners of Ford's EVs without AM broadcast capability, we will offer a software 
update. I guess there was a bipartisan group of federal lawmakers that introduced a bill calling on the National Traffic, National Highway Traffic, uh, Traffic Safety, Safety Administration to require AM in new vehicles at no additional cost. Win for us, Josh. Rally the AM troops. AM Army, here we go. Have, have you, what's the, Daredevil, is that the movie? There's an old, it's one of the Saturday Night Live guys, and he's ridiculously famous now, and I can never remember his name, and he looks just like the guy that did the Facebook movie. This is how I describe people. He was on Brooklyn 991 or whatever it was. Uh, Andy, but he did a movie like called Daredevil. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. And Daredevil might have been the worst movie ever made outside of Cabin Boy, but at the very end of it, there is uh, like an event promoter. And he hot runs Rod, eight. is that what you're talking about? Hot Rod, Hot Rod. What did I say it was? Daredevil? <laughs> yeah, like because Daredevil's a, <laughs> Daredevil, a ben, superhero ben movie. Stiller, yeah, or, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, thank yeah. you. I'm really good on my actors, in case you can't tell. But there is a scene at the end where the station owner decides that he's going to promote his big jump to try to save his stepdad, try to save his stepdad's life. And his whole thing is like an AM radio will take over, and he's got a tattoo of like the – the, the Calvin and Hobbes, and the Calvin's always got it uh, peeing on something, and it's peeing on like an FM transmitter. <laughs> so I think th- I think my man won. I think I, I found my, my spirit animal. AM radio is back, baby, which means AM radio can stay on the things that will survive the apocalypse. AM radio, cockroaches. What else could we put in there that would survive the end of the world, Josh? Probably like an aluminum foil ball somewhere that, you know, aluminum foils everywhere. So it always seems to, to, to make it. What I, Drew England brought up. What about weeds? You ever tried to weed a flower bed before? They give you the, when, and when they give you the spray to try, spray doesn't work. Oh, grass and weed killer. Awesome. Doesn't work. You still have to pull the weed. What do we need to add to that list? Because AM radio is going to survive thanks to Senator Edward Markey out of Massachusetts. I'd have to think of a, a good list of things that just aren't going away. Jim Rome, Jim Rome would say that Mike Shanahan was on that list. But obviously, we saw things kind of take a turn for his coaching career to the worst. Boy, I love it. Um, I, the, the instant reaction to the trying to come up with the name of the movie, uh, Daredevil was a horrific movie too, right was, to 405. Was not popular. That's definitely true. Uh, Chris never saw Ishtar. That was the worst movie ever. You know what? Honestly, to be fair, I haven't seen Ishtar. It's just whenever I was growing up, it was like the movie that everyone dogged on the whole time. Uh, Brian with a Y in Tulsa's back, he writes, well, Plank, um, Daredevil was horrible, too, so you weren't too terribly wrong. Who was it that played Kingpin in Daredevil? Help us out. See, I don't think I've ever seen Daredevil. I have another terrible admission to make today i was hearing i was listening to someone make fun of the rock and i realized i haven't seen any of the fast and furious movies like not a one well vin diesel is the star from fast and furious i know but just i well isn't is rock in some of them late 
Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I guess I tapped out after like. Fast yeah, I and think Furious The Rock too. is in like the new inclination of a couple of them, and he's had to go back to them because he's failed so much in all of his most recent movies. Uh, people have added a few more here to the list. Uh, Texas losing to Kansas, writes Ch- uh, Zach. Those are things that will survive the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, somebody watches The Family Guy like I do. Twinkies, whenever. Whenever the fam tells you how long the fam- Family Guy's been around, they did the episode about the millennium start of when everyone thought the world was going to end, and they ended up going to a tinky uh, uh, to a Twinkie factory to try to eat and save everyone's life. <laughs> uh, Sugar Shane in Newcastle says the Bermuda grass in my kids' playground area. There you go, there you go. Kindle the summer heat in Oklahoma shower mildew. Oof. I don't have a shower mildew problem. You know what my problem is? These kids sticking their clobs of hair on the side of the wall. That's my problem. All right. Um, sports, right? Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet, text line. I was very excited to see AM radio living. It's a big story. Why is this not leading all of our updates today? We made it, baby. This is when someone reminds me, you know you're on like five FM stations. I know, but at the core of it, as long as we have amplitude modulation, we're still alive. Robert and Hera writes, good morning, gentlemen. Portal question. Does the portal close today or this week for softball? If so, how does that affect adding players for the University of Oklahoma? So the portal closes tomorrow. But that doesn't mean that you can't add players, right? So the softball portal is, well, what is today's date, first of all? It closes on the 28th, so it closes on Wednesday. The portal dates for softball were May 15th to June 28th. So from the end of the season, Oklahoma had, what, like a two weeks to kind of really start. And if you remember last year, by this point, uh, Alex Straco was already in the mix. Uh, I, I want to say like Sid Sanders was already in the mix, Alina Torres, and well, maybe, maybe Alina Torres came in first, then Sid, but Haley Lee was a little bit later. So I just because the portal closes doesn't mean you can't go add players. You can add players that are in the portal whenever you want. I mean, Josh, how many how many football players are still in the portal right now? You know, it's it's kind of wild to think about the number of guys who put their name in the portal and still haven't found a landing spot. So you can add pretty much whenever you want. But softball-wise, yeah, I'm, I I really think that you're talking about three people that you're keeping an eye on. That's really about it, three. And it's uh, it's decision day or days uh, imminently here. I mean, we're, we're running out of time. Yeah, you know, you, you've, got, you've got like quote-unquote time. But I don't think you have quote-unquote time for when teams want to have their rosters set or players want to have their decisions made, right? You don't want to, be, you don't want to let this go DeAndre Hopkins or Dalvin Cook and say, I'll show up right before the school year starts. You want to get yourself in their off-season program and learn what they're all about. Bo Nix playing college football will survive the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue to add as amplitude modulation lives to see another, I guess, 10 to 15 years 
But uh, Portal Talk seems to be dominating as well on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll dive more in depth next as we're live in Tulsa today with the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Do you know what's kind of funny, Josh, is whenever we were in the midst of the the technical corrections during the commercial break, I noticed the way that they're, you know, back in the day they would have all the signs up and everything with the, the cursive names and stuff for the scores in a tournament. I'm in Pat McTighe here. He's not messing around. They've got the... It's like you're watching golf stat to see some of the updates from the OU golf, uh, the OU club at Tulsa Golf Tournament. It's pretty cool. That's where we are. We're in Meadowbrook today. The annual OU club at Tulsa scholarship golf tournament. OU club of Tulsa does incredible things for Sooner fans. Let me, let me tell you a little bit about them real quick before we uh, we get caught up. All alumni and supporters of the University of Oklahoma. You didn't have to go to Oklahoma to be in the OU club of Tulsa fan that likes to be around like-minded people the main goal of the club is to provide scholarships to tulsa area students attending ou and norman or tulsa they award 10 scholarships five to high school seniors attending the norman campus three to ou tulsa students and one to an upper classman uh, upperclassman music student who receives the wayman tisdale scholarship and one to an upperclassman the fern holland scholarship in memory of a Tulsa native and OU graduate who was uh, tragically lost in Iraq in March of 2004 while performing humanitarian work. So it's it's great watch parties. It's great fun. They're great. I mean, OU Club of Tulsa is probably hands down my fave. Uh, Paige and Don and Drew and Phil and everyone who's here working hard today. But just uh, if you're in the Tulsa area or maybe going through Tulsa, for a game day. Just learn more about them, OUClubOfTulsa.com. And this is their golf tournament, and we're hanging at Meadowbrook with the Plank Show on the Ref.